0: Prince Edward, otherwise known as the Black Prince, would live throughout the 14th century during the late Middle Ages. These times were catastrophic, with many events that would kill around half of England's population, such as the 100-year war with France, the Great Famine, and the Black Death to name a few. Although Edward never reigned as King of England, he has gone down in history as one of the greatest English military leaders and warriors, achieving victory against England's medieval rivals. During his lifetime, he would be known around Europe as the Black Prince due to his warrior status, the massacres he ordered, and possibly his black armour. He is now regarded as a model for chivalry, and was undoubtedly one of the greatest knights of his age. This is his story. First, Let's look at his ancestry and early life. Edward was born on the 15th of June 1330. His father was Edward III, the King of England, and he would transform his kingdom into one of the most formidable military powers of Europe. At the age of seven, Edward was made the Duke of Cornwall, and by the age of 13, he was granted the title of the Prince of Wales, which was to represent that he was the heir apparent. By the time he was 16, he was also knighted, and soon enough, his will would be tested. Now, the root cause of the start of the 100-year war began in 1328, when Charles IV of France died without sons or brothers, and the Silac law disallowed female succession. Charles's closest male relative was his nephew Edward III of England, whose mother Isabella was Charles's sister. Isabella would claim the throne of France for her son by the rule of proximity of blood, but the French nobility would reject this. An assembly of French barons decided that a native Frenchman should receive the crown, rather than Edward. Ultimately, the French throne was passed to Philip, the Count of Valois. There were many disagreements between the two kings. Many lands in France were owned by the English King Edward, such as Gascony, and Philip wanted them back. This gave Edward an easy excuse to renew his claim of the French crown, but this time, he would take the throne by force. He would assemble his army, led by his son Edward, who would soon become known to history as the Black Prince. In 1346, King Edward III would land on the Coutantin Peninsula in France, having burned a path of destruction through some of the kingdom's richest lands. King Philip couldn't idly sit by, and these events would culminate in a battle. On the 26th of August, the Battle of Cressy would ensue, with King Edward III being present. His 16-year-old son, Edward the Prince of Wales, was leading the vanguard, and King Philip would also personally lead his army. The battle would begin with an archery exchange between the French crossbowmen and the English longbowmen. The English longbows were more effective, outranging the French and being quicker to reload. This would cause much chaos and devastation among the French ranks. Prince Edward would look to take advantage of the situation, and left his position to attack the French second line. Realising this, the Count of Alencon charged straight at the prince with his men, putting a young Prince Edward in grave danger. When King Edward III realised his own son was in mortal danger, he sent for no help, as he wanted to give the prince the chance to lead the army into victory. In the chaos of the battle, Prince Edward was thrown to his knees, but was saved by Sir Richard Fitzsimon, his standard bearer, The prince would regain his feet and would cover himself in glory by forcing the French back and utterly breaking their front lines. King Philip himself was caught up in the fighting and had two horses killed underneath him, and he took an arrow to the jaw. He would abandon the field of battle. Thus, the English received the victory, with just 300 men reported dead, while at least 4,000 Frenchmen lay dead on the battlefield. After the battle, King Edward would meet his son, and he embraced him and congratulated him on his victory. After this, Prince Edward would become a certified commander at the age of 16. He would lead many more men into battle, as the war wasn't over, and there were still many battles to come. Prince Edward would also be present during the siege of Calais in September 1346, where the English successfully besieged the French town and expelled all Frenchmen from within and took all of the town's wealth. The young prince would witness much carnage at a young age, and this would soon become his way of life. Due to this, he would soon become known as the Black Prince. After the looting of Calais, The Black Prince returned to England with his father. He was then invited into the most noble order of the Garter, which is a Chiralvic order of senior knights. In 1349, the Battle of Calais would take place when the English came across a French army who were attempting to retake the city. King Edward of England, in plain armour, would lead out his household troops and would attack the French. Geoffrey de Charny a senior, well-respected knight, would lead the French army. King Edward was given a hard fight, but his eldest son, the Black Prince, would lead out his own household knights out of the north gate of the city. They would charge at the French forces' exposed left flank. Savage combat would ensue, and the Black Prince broke Charney's forces. His men slew at least 200 Frenchmen, and took 30 knights prisoner. The Black Prince was quickly becoming a living legend. The war would take its toll on the French king, and he would hire Castilian ships to blockade the English ports. Frustrated, King Edward would personally lead a fleet to destroy the Castilian ships. On the 29th of August, the Battle of Winchelsea would take place, with Edward, the King of the English, and his son, the Black Prince, fighting Charles de la Cerda, the Franco-Castilian nobleman and soldier. There was no effective naval artillery at the time, and sea battles consisted of boarding enemy vessels, as the battle would rage on. It is said that the Black Prince captured an enemy ship, and had the whole crew flung overboard. He and his men however, quickly had to board another ship, as the one they were on soon sank. The English force would decimate Charles de la Cerda, but he would survive the battle. Soon after, in 1350, King Philip VI of France would die at the age of 57, leaving behind a divided France with much social unrest. He was succeeded by his first son, John II of France. Half a decade later, in 1355, King Edward decided to renew the war with France. He ordered his son, the Black Prince, to lead an army into Aquitaine, He would storm and burn many towns and would pillage them with many innocents being slain. The Black Prince would take great spoils of war and his reputation would increase further. By 1356, under the Black Prince's command, his forces had reduced five towns and had taken many castles. King John of France would now have to deal with the English, just as his father had I would like to thank Vite Ramen for sponsoring today's video. Vite Ramen is a small business crafting high protein diets in the USA. If Edward the Black Prince had this product at his disposal, his army no doubt would have loved him for it. This is for one of many reasons. Vite Ramen, as well as tasting amazing, is very easy and quick to make. It's a real superfood that has been designed by a top nutritionist. It also has high protein, and is full of macro and micronutrients, that will keep you fueled for hours. The broths are made with real ingredients, so the chicken broth has real chicken as the first ingredient, and so on. A pack can contain up to 31 grams of protein, You simply can't compare Vite Ramen to other noodles, as it keeps you full due to its nutritional density, and only takes 3 minutes to make. There are also vegan and plant-based options, as well as meat versions. So click the link below to get a bundle that gives you $25 in value of free gifts, and free shipping in the contiguous USA. And don't forget to use my code HISTORYPROFILES at checkout for an additional 10% off. The Black Prince was making the lives of common Frenchmen a misery, and many were living in fear. On the 6th of July 1356, the Black Prince set out on another expedition. He and his men would journey to Normandy and give aid to his own father, King Edward of England. The Black Prince would scorch and burn the lands while on his way to Normandy, causing much devastation. A historian described his actions as deliberately destructive, extremely brutal, methodical, and sophisticated. The Black Prince was not playing around, and he would make all of France suffer until his family had taken the crown. One such example is when he burned the fortress of Romorotin down with Greek fire. The ingredients of Greek fire are a complete secret. This conveys the Black Prince's resourcefulness and ruthlessness. Meanwhile, King John of France was gathering a large force of his own. This would culminate in the Battle of Poitiers, which took place on the 19th of September 1356. The Black Prince would command the Centre Division, and his army consisted of around 6,000 men, whereas the French army consisted of 16,000 men. The first assault consisted of two units of heavily armoured French cavalry, a force of crossbowmen and many men at arms who came charging at the English. Many of the English warriors were on foot, both sides were taking many casualties and the Black Prince by now was used to the sight of battle and he reveled in it. He ordered a general advance which shook the French and the English longbowmen distracted many of the French armoured warriors. As the English advanced however, the French crossbolts would darken the sky, causing a rainstorm of death. The battle was complete chaos. Soon enough, the English archers would run short of arrows. They would lay down their bows and would join the melee armed with swords and axes. The carnage was frightening, but the English thought they could see the victory. Many of the French warriors' morale had been dampened, This was caused as the battle-hungry English came at them from the rear. Frightened, many French warriors ran from the field, but some stayed to protect their king. Now with the victory in clear sight, the English would brutally massacre the remaining French senior knights that were protecting the king. The Black Prince was described as having fought like a lion, and took great joy in the devastation, for he was never more at home when he was in battle. The French cause was lost, and most were killed to a man. The Black Prince and his warriors then surrounded King John, who surrendered. When King John of France was brought to the Black Prince, the Black Prince treated him with respect, and even helped him take off his armour. The Black Prince would then make his way to London with the French King as his captive. He entered London on the 24th of May in triumph, and was hailed as a war hero but this life of adventure and war was addicting although festivities in england would entertain the black prince for the time being he could never settle he was a man of action that craved battle king john was held in various locations while the treaty of brittany was being drafted which marked the end of the first phase of the 100 years war It also secured the height of English power on the European continent. The King of England was to hold many French provinces, but would renounce all claims for the French throne. Later, on the 19th of July in 1364, the Black Prince was rewarded by his father, being granted with Aquitaine. His new title was the Prince of Aquitaine and Gascony, The Black Prince was now well known around the globe for his military exploits. He would entertain the King of Cyprus, and would hold many tournaments where warriors would come to test their prowess. The Black Prince would rest for some years, until 1365, where he led an expedition to Castile, in support of the deposed King Pedro of Castile, also known as Pedro the Cruel. You see, King Pedro was warring against his stepbrother, Henry of Trastamara for the throne of Castile. When Henry heard the Black Prince was coming to support Pedro, he knew he would truly be fighting for his life, as the army of the Black Prince was considered to be invincible. These events would culminate in the Battle of Nejada in 1367. Before the battle, it is said the Black Prince prayed aloud to God and God would grant him success. Henry's knights attacked the English vanguard, but the Black Prince's war veterans repulsed them easily. The Black Prince would once again fight with a trance-like fury. Eventually, Henry would be forced to flee the field, with more than half of his army being slaughtered. The Black Prince would then find all of his men hiding in the nearby town. He would then pillage it, and kill most of its inhabitants. The Black Prince would then restore King Pedro to the throne, but Pedro promised the prince to repay the costs of the campaign, and he failed to do this, so instead, he gave him a huge magnificent ruby, which today adorns the English Imperial State Crown. The Black Prince's army, however, was suffering from the heat, dysentery, and other diseases. The Black Prince himself fell ill and never fully recovered, Some have suggested that he may have even been poisoned. He would lead some other minor campaigns, but he was never the same man again. In 1371, the Black Prince's eldest son died, which caused him a great deal of grief. His health would continue to deteriorate, and he would journey to Windsor to meet with his father, King Edward. By 1376, he knew his time was coming to an end. He would often faint from weakness, and he would leave gifts for many of his servants and friends. In his last moments, he asked God for forgiveness, as his sins were many. He was buried in Canterbury Cathedral, which shows a bronze effigy with replicas of his mail, helmet, shield, and gauntlets. On his effigy it reads, Such as thou art, sometime was I. Such as I am, such shalt thou be. I thought little of thou art of death, so long as I enjoyed breath. On earth I had great riches, land, houses, great treasure, horses, money, and gold. But now a wretched captive am I. Deep in the ground, lo, here I lie, my beauty great all is quite gone. My flesh is wasted to the bone. The Black Prince would die before he ever got the chance to become king, with his father outliving him by a few weeks. The Black Prince's son Richard II would then become the King of England. A few weeks ago, I visited Canterbury Cathedral and saw the effigy of Edward the Black Prince. I was very curious about this warrior prince and his exploits and they were more than I could have ever imagined. He was a man of action, a ruthless warrior, and someone who led by example. He was possibly one of the greatest warrior princes that ever lived, having a constant life of adventure and war. If you ever get the chance to visit Canterbury, make sure to stop by at his tomb to see his Effigy. Because of the Black Prince and his exploits, England was the most powerful it ever was up to that point. So, let me know in the comment sections down below if you think Edward the Black Prince was one of the greatest warrior princes in history. I hope you all enjoyed the video, if you did, make sure to like, subscribe and share and I'll see you all soon for another History Profile.